Welcome back to Fuel the Routine, Unlocking Optimal Performance and Recovery with Nutrition, Episode 2. So today you're going to learn why what your gymnast eats isn't actually the issue, but what really is. And it's time for some stories. So I'm going to share with you the stories about three different gymnasts that all have one thing in common that we're going to talk more about today. So this first gymnast was a level seven. She had just finished an absolute killer level seven season. She won every meet. She won state. She went on to regionals and she was already working really hard, um, training upgrades for summer. And then all of a sudden her wrist starts hurting just totally out of the blue. It starts hurting really, really badly. Um, she didn't have any sort of like accident. She didn't land on it too hard. It just, um, one day started hurting. And so they went to the doctor, they got it checked out. They had an x-ray and then they got sent for an MRI and turns out that she had a stress fracture. And if your gymnast has had a stress fracture before, um, oftentimes you've probably been told that it's just related to overuse, but that's not the full picture. The second gymnast that I want to tell you about was a level 10 and her coach actually heard me lecture at region three USA gymnastics Congress last year. And when he went back to the gym and he told this gymnast parent, Hey, I learned this thing about nutrition. It sounds exactly like what's going on with your gymnast. Like I want you to reach out to this sports dietitian. And when they reached out to me, they told me that progressively over the season, this gymnast performance had just started tanking. This was a like four time um, level 10 national qualifier. She was already committed to a full ride scholarship at a D one university and yet all competition season long, her performance got worse and worse and worse. It was so bad to the point that every day her coach had to modify her assignments. She couldn't even get through the workouts and she only had four hour practices, which I know that's a lot of hours, but you know, some level 10 gymnasts train even more than that. She couldn't do the three passes in her floor routine anymore. Her coach had to reduce it down to two. Um, she couldn't compete her full difficulty on everything. And it was not good, right? You know that even though she was committed to her dream school, um, college coaches watched this and they probably saw how her season was progressing and they were probably getting uh, pretty nervous. The third gymnast was also a level 10 and she had gone from training, um, you know, 30 plus hours a week because she was elite track, but then she dropped back to kind of the school school year schedule, which was quote only 20 hours a week. And you know, over the summer between, you know, transitioning to the lower amount of training, um, her body, you know, changed. She continued to go through puberty, through growth and development. She got her period. And at the start of the competition season, she was really struggling with performance. Um, all of her skills were slow. Her amplitude was low on everything. And after the first or second competition of the season, um, the coaches actually you know, told her parents that, Hey, like we're concerned about her body and her weight. And we think that's why she's not performing well. So all three of these gymnasts had one thing in common. And it's probably not what you think. What they had in common was what we call low energy availability or red S relative energy deficiency in sport. All of these gymnasts were massively underfueled. They were not eating enough to support the amount of training that they were doing. They weren't eating enough to support growth development, repair recovery and adaptation to training, which is the getting stronger, getting faster, getting better. And all three of these gymnasts were suffering effects that presented a little bit differently. The first gymnast experienced a stress fracture because of probably months, if not years of underfueling and her body, just not having the building blocks it needed to repair her bones and also support her growing bones at that age. 
the second gymnast was so massively under fuel that that actually um, led to an iron deficiency anemia. And we see when the body's under fueled, that actually causes inflammation in the body that then blocks iron absorption. And so the reason that her performance tanked so severely all season is because she um, didn't have enough iron and iron is what binds oxygen in your blood cells and carries it to your body. So she really had the double whammy of not only was she under fueled, so she didn't have enough energy to support her skills her recovery, her strength and her power. Um, but it also caused iron deficiency anemia, which made things even worse. The third gymnast who, of course, her body was blamed on her poor performance because that's just what we do in the sport. Her, her real problem was she was under fueling and she had been under fueling for years and years and years, but it really didn't catch up to her until she reduced her training hours until her body went through puberty. And she also had an iron deficiency as well. And so the moral of the story here is oftentimes we miss the most glaringly obvious and most important aspect or what I'm going to call root cause of your gymnast injuries or their performance struggles. And that's what we call REDS or relative energy deficiency in sport. So some of you may have heard of the female athlete triad. Um, that's what we used to call um, you know, female athletes having, if they didn't get their period, if they had disordered eating and if they had a fracture, but back in 2014, the international Olympic committee actually came up with this concept called red S because they realized that the female athlete triad, um, definitely left a lot to be desired. You can be under fueled as a female athlete and still have a period. You can be under fueled and not have an eating disorder and you can be under fueled and your bones can be perfectly fine. You can also be under fueled and be a male athlete. So it's definitely, um, gender non-specific, but what this really boils down to is your gymnast has to have enough nutrition every day to support growth development, repair, recovery, and adaptation to training. And we know that this is a minimum of about 45 calories per kilogram of fat-free mass in order for all organ systems to function properly for proper hormonal function. But for growing gymnasts, they need even more energy than this, which is easily 2,000, 2,500, 3,000 plus calories a day. Most parents don't believe me when I tell them this, but look, I don't make the rules. So how do you know if your gymnast is underfueled? Well, we can look at reds and we can look at the effects on an athlete's health. And we can also look at the effects on performance. So I think that is a great place to start. So if we think about the effects on health, reds can affect every organ system in the body. It can affect the blood causing um, iron deficiency or anemia, because again, under fueling causes inflammation in the body, which blocks iron absorption. The irony of that is we're all so focused on, you know, no sugar and healthy fats and no seed oils trying to, you know, help our gymnasts have these anti-inflammatory diets. And yet if your gymnast is under fueled, that's going to cause more inflammation than probably any specific food that they could be eating or not eating. We also see uh, major effects on growth and development. We see delayed puberty. We see delayed height gain, what would be considered short stature. And no, that is not normal. Reds can also affect the gastrointestinal system. So I work with a lot of gymnasts that complain of bloating or they complain of constipation. And what people don't realize is that your GI tract, your gastrointestinal tract, your stomach, your intestines, they are muscles. And when you're not eating enough and when you're not eating consistently enough, those muscles can't do their job to consistently kind of push food along through the digestive tract, leading to feeling bloated, feeling constipated, or even um, having what we call kind of early fullness. Underfueling can certainly affect um, the endocrine system, your hormones, 
um, missing periods or delayed puberty, so not having a period by 15, not having breast development by 12 or 13, are all red flags for female athletes that they are underfueled. Um, underfueling affects the immune system. So how many of your gymnasts are constantly sick during competition season, which is also the winter, right? I know when I was a gymnast and I would get back-to-back um, upper respiratory infections, we all just kind of blamed it on the gyms and gyms being germy and all the things. But looking back, that's not the full picture. Um, when the body's underfueled, it won't have enough energy to really um, produce appropriate kind of immune defense markers, right? What we call immunoglobulins, which can fight off all those bugs and viruses and infections that are circulating throughout um, our daily lives. Another effect on health is just frequent injuries or poorly healing injuries, especially bone-related injuries like stress fractures or stress reaction. Um, even the overuse injuries, you know, what people don't know is that when a child or teen is growing, the long bones, they grow faster than the muscles or tendons can catch up with them. And so when those bones are longer, but now the tendons are shorter and they're pulling on the growth plate, um, that can cause the growth plate inflammation conditions that again, most people just think are part of puberty, part of growth, like it is what it is. But the more adequately your gymnast is fueled, the better a chance they're going to have to withstand all the crazy changes that happen during puberty that are just part of normal life. Something that people don't know is a sign of underfueling is also hair loss or just poor hair, skin, nail quality. Another sign from kind of a cognitive perspective would be trouble focusing, trouble concentrating, increased irritability or anxiety, depression. Um, and then definitely a big one is trouble staying warm. In terms of the effects on performance, and this is what I really leverage, especially when I'm working with a gymnast and I know they're not getting what they need nutrition-wise, would be um, decreased muscle strength. So they're doing all the conditioning, yet it's it's like they're not getting better, getting stronger. Decreased endurance, we can't fully make it through bar routines or floor routines, or if we do make it to the end, we barely make that third pass. We're losing probably three to five tenths on those landings because our chest is down, our amplitude is poor, we're taking a step forward, we're under-rotated. We see increased injury risk, decreased training response, impaired judgment, decreased coordination, and decreased concentration. So I know a lot of you listening to this are, are probably like, oh my goodness, I can already see several of these either health or performance issues in my gymnast, and what do I do? So stay tuned. I'm going to tell you more about that in future episodes. But some of you might say, there's no way my gymnast is underfueled, right? Like just look at her. You know, I would know if she's underfueled and she certainly isn't. And here's the deal. You can't just look at your gymnast and know whether or not she's fueled properly. We're going to talk more about this in the next episode in terms of how do you know if your gymnast is getting what she needs, but it's not just a look. It's not just how many calories they're getting, but we actually take a multifaceted approach to assessing whether a gymnast is getting what they need and monitoring that in the long term to support their performance and longevity in the sport. So if you found this helpful, please don't miss out on this next episode. And I really appreciate you tuning in to the Fuel Your Gymnast podcast. I hope you found this so helpful. Um, please shoot me a DM on Instagram and let me know your biggest takeaway.
If you found this episode helpful, you're going to not want to miss the next episode on why it's not your fault that your gymnast may be struggling with nutrition. Um, Thanks for tuning in to the Fuel the Routine podcast. I'd love to hear from you over on Instagram. Um, Shoot me a DM and let me know your biggest takeaway from this episode, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now.